All right, so we have a special guest um, who is my friend. We met through, actually first time was through the blog. He introduced my, um, one of the blog posts related with the Gatsby and the story blog. And we started to chat in Twitter quite often. So meet my friend, Raphael. So Raphael, thank you for um, joining this talk today. Can you maybe introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first, thanks for uh, having me in the in the podcast. It's actually like the first time I'm joining a pod podcast, so I'm really excited <laughs> about yeah. it. And uh, I'm Rafael. Uh, I'm a front-end uh, developer from Brazil. Currently, I'm working remotely uh, to a company in Germany. I'm waiting for the relocation to, to Germany. But there is a travel bomb between Germany and Brazil right now, so I, I can't go there yet. But I'm excited about this uh, new phase of my life. So yeah, apart from work, I think I'm a, a I'm someone who likes sports, watching sports. Maybe not uh, doing a lot of sports, <laughs> but I, I like watching it and yeah, practicing uh, physical activity sometimes. And a really chill guy, I think. <laughs> Okay, well, sounds nice. So um, you're a front-end developer and actually already working in a company, um, which is in Germany, but um, sometimes things are not going well. So you're waiting for like the best timing to yeah. move in there, right? Okay, yeah. I actually watched one of your, um, what was it? Retrospective, um, yeah, video on yes. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And also the article. And I heard that the or I watched that you were saying the visa is the um another reason, right? I also yeah. have personally experienced or it's actually ongoing stuff as a foreigner <laughs> living in a foreign country. So um yeah I wanted to ask you a little bit about like so mm -hmm. how is it? Um were you able to already communicate with the foreign department office or um, what 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 is like the bothering stuff? Yeah, like the the problem right now it's because there is this uh, travel ban between Germany. Uh, I think Germany is uh, they have a, a travel ban maybe with other countries as well, or or maybe they they make it harder for tourists go there. But uh, between Germany and Brazil, there is a really big travel ban that. Even uh, people that has a tra uh, work permit visa or they have offers to, to go to Germany, they currently can't get the visa. And if they get the visa, they can't go there. So there are uh, different situations uh, between different uh, Bra Brazilians. Uh, for example, a friend of mine who lives in Sao Paulo, he could go to the embassy and start the visa process. But right now in my city, where I live, it, which is in Recife, in the northeast of Brazil, we can go to the embassy because of they still are not prepared to, to receive people because of the uh, pandemic measure, you know, social distancing and stuff like that. So they are not opening yet. So I can go there to start the, the visa process. And because of that, I don't have any like uh, expected time for me to arrive in Germany. I, I've, I've heard the news that the, the travel ban will be still on uh, in, uh, until September. So 
yeah, maybe after September in October, I will be able to um, move forward with my visa and, and go to Germany. Okay, yeah, I, I really feel you because <laughs> I mean, in my case, I, 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 I've already um, entered in Germany like mm -hmm. before the pandemic hit the world. So yeah, the, my, my, how do I say, struggling was like more for like communicating with the um, foreign department uh, located in here because I live quite mm -hmm. outside of the city and I'm the somehow only Japanese, I guess, living in this city. <laughs> so it made me so much harder. <laughs> and also the visa I was requesting was freelance visa, which I guess was quite complicated mm. where not many people have applied. So the things were even more complicated because of this. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, although you got the yeah. work permit, you know, kind of right yeah. company, it's so um, frustrating, you know, because it's one of the most strong, strongest like visa that you can get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Work in the country, yeah, and you still can't go. That's yeah. really frustrating, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, that they, Mm -hmm. yeah, go ahead. Because like I I got the offer in March, and I was expecting like by August I would be in Germany already, but then this the situation is not improving in, in Brazil, and this there is this travel ban. So even though I'm lucky that the company that I'm I have joined, they have like a partnership with a a company that helps people to get visa. So they are taking care of it. So I, I didn't need to do much about it. So I only needed to submit some uh, documents to this company and then they started. But since the the situation here in Brazil is not progressing, uh, they haven't updated me uh, good news so far. So even though I'm applying for the work permit visa, which is, like I said, a really good visa uh, category. I'm I'm still not able to to move forward with it. But yeah, I hope that things get better here, and the government also allow uh, Brazilians to go there. So I hope by the end of the year I'll be there. Yeah. Well, who knows? But I, I'm really wishing like the situation would turn. In, in in a good way for you so yeah i hope, yeah, really. I hope yeah. so maybe in two months yeah. but but the thing is that uh, since I'm, i've already started working remotely i'm not really worried about not uh being in germany already you know because okay. before mm -hmm. yeah like for me when i was uh still okay i got the job the job i'm waiting for it to start and I was waiting, the company was waiting uh, for the visa to, to go, uh, to move forward. But uh, like, I was afraid that maybe if it was taking too much time, they would, okay, like, let's try to get another developer <laughs> because it would be easier for them, you know? So after I started working, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm frustrated, but not too, too sad about it because then I have more time with my family here <laughs> before moving abroad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my mom is loving it, my sister, my girlfriend as well. So it's good that I've already started working and it's nice that I'm uh, studying remotely. Uh, and then I have 
I don't know, maybe two or three months here in Brazil, more than I would have. And then nobody's complaining, you know, my family is not complaining about it. That's, yeah, that's why I'm also happy with it, you know. <laughs> yeah, and also our jobs are kind of um, not okay. I mean, it's totally fine to work with the full remote. So, yeah, and yeah. yeah in my company, Storyblock, we also have a lot of developers working from South America, mostly from Brazil. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, um, for example, my colleague is from Argentina and yeah, really different places. And yeah, it's actually with the European time, we don't have any problems at all. I mean, maybe yeah. like the only, let's say like the stand up in the meet, uh, in the morning, every morning would be like it shifted to the afternoon for, um, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> European time. But I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not too late if, um, yeah, you know, midday yeah. or something like this. So that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's, that's I, something. Mm -hmm. Sorry, that's something oh. we're doing in, in the in the company because mm -hmm. yeah, as I said, the time difference it's not a lot compared to Brazil. It's five hours difference. So the stand ups, uh, I start at six a.m. They start at eleven. Yeah, that's what so, I heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's early, but it's okay for me. Because I was kind of a morning person. I, I, oh, I didn't, okay. yeah, but I didn't used to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. <laughs> no, I, I used to wake up early, yeah. but, but not that early. But then I, I'm, uh, I've adapted to, to the routine. So it's good that I start the stand up at six. And also I leave work earlier as well. So it's, it's good. Like the, the hours difference, not so big. Yeah, wow, but that's really impressive that you wake up every morning at 5 a.m. and stand up at 6 a.m., right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think I can do that. No, I'm a night owl, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I can concentrate on better in the uh, maybe like from midday <laughs> and then the evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because. But sometimes I, I wake up even earlier like today I woke up around 4 20 <laughs> so, wow, okay. so yeah yeah <laughs> so when I woke up I okay I'll go back to sleep or I will start working earlier <laughs> yeah but it's, wow. it's okay like after you you get used to the routine it's okay but in the beginning I was like I, I was really worried about missing the stand-up because I was waking up too too early like this so i was waking up around 5 30 5 40 and and i also had some nightmares that i would get <laughs> late for this time oh yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but, but now it's okay. mm -hmm. yeah if there is something like that you're afraid of for example like missing the very important meeting um, yeah. or missing the very important schedule related with the job so yeah i also like it sometimes <laughs> like see a dream like oh shit i i missed i missed my meeting or something like this but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. yeah. Oh, wow but i really admire you that you you're doing this every morning <laughs> yeah it's hard but, but you get used but it's still hard a bit okay <laughs> <But it's> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, related with the routine, I wanted to ask you, like, what is kind of, um, besides from like that you're waking up every morning with 5 a.m. 
um yeah what is, what is the other routine that you, you like to um continue or like you have already cool yeah this is something i i i'm trying to work on better because uh previously like before i started working uh in the company like my routine was waking up around seven or something and then i, I was like studying a little bit and going on twitter <laughs> and meeting people but then after i, I started work uh, i'm still adjusting my routine like right now i have to wake up early every every day but i'm not sleeping uh early i'm sleeping kind of late like for someone who, who needs oh. to wake up at five okay <laughs> yeah wow. at least i think our like, I, I sleep around 10 30 11 so sometimes during the morning and in the afternoon i'm a bit tired so i'm trying to adjust that and and try to sleep earlier but after work like i work around from five until i don't know three three something in, in the afternoon and then uh i usually try to when i'm tired i take a nap <laughs> and when i'm not yeah. I, I try to study a little bit or, or yeah I, i'm i'm actually trying to to figure out what I, I want to do with my routine right now because uh before i was trying to be more active on twitter and talk to more people and kind of create content and study but I'm trying to to figure out if this is something that I want to keep on going, or if I want to focus more on my like mental health and my health. You know, so I started after I started working. I started going to CrossFit. I joined uh, CrossFit classes, so I go three times a week. But it's not enough. I I think. Uh, I Not need to enough. practice. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good for a start, but but I I want to be more physical active because I I've been sedentary for a long time and before joining <laughs> the CrossFit, so I'm yeah. trying to introduce the uh, physical activity again in my routine. So I'm thinking about maybe going to swimming classes or go jogging in, in days that I don't go to the CrossFit to try to focus on my health a little bit more than on my studies and career, you know, because before I was really focusing on that and it was good because I got the job. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Now, yeah, like I'm happy with the job I have and stuff. But uh, after doing that and also before I was uh, having my own startup, so it was a crazy rhythm, a crazy routine. I now I think I'm in, in a phase in my life that I maybe try to shift the focus a little bit to my health, and then uh, and all the things I like to do. Like I'm going to German, so I need to to learn German, and I, yeah. I haven't really <laughs> focused on that. <laughs> yeah. So and somebody is like feeling to, guilty. Somebody's ah, feeling guilty right, <laughs> right here. <laughs> need to study German, but uh, <laughs> when yeah, I find so, that, yeah. <laughs> so, so I think I need to work on all this stuff besides uh, my work and, and my career development. And I'm trying to figure out a new routine to focus on that as well. 
Yeah, this is one of actually the question I really wanted to ask you because I saw that you used to run your own startup with your friends, yeah. right, from college. And um, yeah, it sounded like, well, I came from the background of um, being the freelance um, developer yeah. and now I work in a company. So I also felt like um, a huge difference of the routine in my, yeah. you know, daily basis. So I, when I used to work as a freelance, I mean, like, it's quite possible that you can work like endlessly. So you're ending yeah. up like, um, yeah, in the middle of the night and notice that, oh, um, actually, I've yeah. been working since morning. <laughs> okay, maybe let's take a break. But then <laughs> it's already like over 10 hours or something. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. really can imagine that the when you said the routine at the time was crazy. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you also can work less if you want to, but you tend to work yeah. longer, right? If you're into this, um, yeah, startup that you were running. Yeah. 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 It, it's I also, really, yeah, mm-hmm. go on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to say, like, I also started to focus on the for the, um, my health. Um, yeah, because same reason, like you said before, I was really, um, I would say, like, kind of hitting hard <laughs> to, I you know, have the better career or like any yeah, um, yeah. opportunity so mm-hmm. i was more focusing on for like um gaining my skills um or like coming up from the uh, better business strategy yeah. <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> to keep running but then now i have a little bit more time or like the space in my in my mind like okay so uh, this stuff i don't have to worry about anymore so instead i can now um have um, or like fill this space to think about like my health or like the daily routine or some of the stuff i want to do or like some of the creative stuff i want to do so yeah, yeah. i i really understand yeah <laughs> yeah this, this is something interesting because yeah i, I really i'm really feeling this like Right now, I, I'm going to the second month in this uh, job, which is my official first job because before I had <laughs> yeah. my home. <laughs> so it's nice because uh, right now, that's what I'm feeling. Like I've been hitting hard uh, for a long time, previously working on my own stuff with a friend and then uh, leaving it in September last year to try to focus on getting a job abroad so I was trying to study trying to update myself in technologies that I was interested in so I didn't have much break and and I don't know maybe the way I function is not so so right because when I'm doing something I I don't stop <laughs> like as you said as well like as yeah, freelancer yeah. Or, or as a I'm nodding so hard company, yeah like we, we keep on going like i i didn't have many breaks you know so after and that caused me uh, healthy problems because like with blood exams something like this like the the things in my blood wasn't not, not so good <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so so after having a, a really uh, crazy routine uh, I left the company, then I started an, another routine of studying a lot and trying to, to get a job and failing interviews and not getting responses and stuff like that to finally get the job. But then I, I also started uh, keep on studying. But now I, I think that, as you said, it's time I have 
like mental space for me to to take care of other aspects of my life and it's funny because when i when i was in the startup as also as when we were freelancing we we keep on working until late at night and we stay more than 10 hours 12 hours yeah working it's, so it's easy. great yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool and during weekends as well so yeah it's really tiring i working like this and right now like after i i leave work it's good because i okay like if i want i can go watch netflix and i don't need to worry about other things to do you know like just relax <laughs> a little bit and do all this yeah. stuff yeah <laughs> and this is something that i, I find really nice uh, having this difference between i don't know freelancer routine and own startup uh routine to working for a company because then you have this as swift as uh parts like you there is your working hours and then you have hours for you to take care of yourself then you either choose to focus on studying more try to grow more in your career and keep on maybe a different crazy routine or you can try to focus on your mental health and your body health which is and other uh hobs that you have as you said like you're trying to be more creative now and i saw that you are yeah. drawing stuff and sharing <laughs> which is nice <laughs> so it's good yeah. that right now we have this freedom to okay let, let me explore other things in my life rather than focusing on career and and learning so this is something like i'm starting to realize and trying to focus for the i don't know next months and, and so on yeah yeah actually um surprisingly like um compared to like when i used to work as a freelance developer and now i'm working in a company as a developer i actually have more time for myself right now so the yeah. good thing is like i have every day at least like minimum an hour or usually two hours to study for the skills which I want to gain. So I actually have more time of like this studying right now compared to when I used to work as a freelancer. Yeah, okay. yeah th this is really the huge yay for me, really. Yeah. And again, like I, I have some spare time that I can draw or like, you know, stuff like this. Although I started to um, kind of um, recording the podcast quite less mm -hmm. and writing the I blog see. articles. Yeah, less than mm -hmm. before, but it's because like I have some other things which I want to do. So this is I not see. something that I should force myself to do. Like, okay, you got to write the article every day. You need to record podcast every week, you know, because yeah. I, I know that if I do that, then it's going to explode. So that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's something uh, good to pay attention. Like when you, when you start uh, trying to put some pressure on you to keep on consistent, keep consistent in things you do it, it's good that like then you can go with the with with it you can learn from the things you are you are creating content for but also if you like go on this path and and don't uh, think about your like other aspects of your life or your mental health maybe you switch like the crazy routine from freelancing or, or having a startup to crazy routine of great content and 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 then you won't have uh, much time for uh, yourself to take care of yourself as you are doing now, yeah. like studying more and being creative. 
then it's 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 something for us to pay attention when we're trying to create content i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's really interesting and actually work-life balance to you know um hear from the developer mm -hmm. is something that i'm quite interested in you know like it's always um yeah quite um, good to know from what the others are dealing with, but uh, I can't talk this forever, but I guess the listeners want to hear more about like the various stuff and also could be some of like the tech stuff too. So I wanted to ask you like, well, it could sound like a little bit random, but I wanted to ask mm -hmm. you like, what was like the most technical um, challenges that you have or that you oh. had? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I think running <laughs> my startup with a friend i think it was a really big technical challenge because okay. uh, yeah <laughs> like i was uh responsible for the tech part of it so since the beginning we were building like i was taking care of the server uh within Django, and and i was uh, oh okay the website with react initially we were working with android and then we switched to react native so I, oh, yeah. I always had to yeah learn a lot of things and, and take a lot of uh of a lot of things and uh, our our uh, tech team was was really small it was only me and two other friends uh colleagues so yeah like i and that's why i, I had to stay a lot of times more and yeah i think this is this was there's no specific one challenge that I remember, but building the whole thing, <laughs> making it work and, yeah. and building it sustainably, <laughs> you know, uh, it was, yeah, a really hard challenge that I, I'm, I'm happy to have, have had this experience because then I'm, I think I, I can face other things without so much fear because I had this experience before. <laughs> Okay, wow. Um, actually, yeah, you, you said very important thing, um, in my opinion, like that you had very difficult challenges, but then all these challenges made you being like, you know, more skilled, that you're yeah. not afraid of, you know, jumping into some of like the, um, how do I say, like technical issues that you have, you might face it, you know, at your current work. So that, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah um, mm -hmm. Were you the only and um, developer at no, the no. startup or no no, no right no. Yeah, there was <laughs> yeah. two, other, two other guys as well but yeah <laughs> like i was i was uh I, I had to take care like not code everything because uh the other guys they were taking care of the react native app and also the website mm -hmm. but for most of the time i was working in these three fronts like the back end and the w website and the app so yeah like and then i was facing different challenge challenges every day in, in different technologies so it with this experience you, you learn a lot i didn't have any mentor so it was only me the colleagues and the go and google so when you when you have wow. problems yeah you, you go there and try to understand try to read to study a little bit to to uh, fix the problems, the bugs, create new features. So working with different technologies and having to have be the owner of everything that is working, like I was responsible for that, really uh, 
gave me a good experience to to be ready to face different challenges in my career uh, from now on, I think. Okay, wow. Um, was it difficult for not having the mentor um, when you're working? Because I, I, I can imagine that without the mentor, it means like you are the responsible for the review, right? <laughs> Or yeah, yeah. maybe just your colleagues, right? How, how, how was yeah. it like this? Was it difficult to deal with the code review or? Yeah, like we usually, uh, initially, we didn't do much code review because it was, uh, yeah, I would review my code and they would review my code. I would review their, their code. Uh, initially, we, we didn't have much uh, really good at structure because I was also like it was everything new for me. I, 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 I wasn't prepared to you know become a CTO or something, and and, and then I had to study a, a lot about it. So later we started to work on that more, and uh, we tried to exchange experience in, in code reviews, but from the experience we had, like from things we learned on 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 YouTube or on Google. Then we, we kind of realized, okay, we need to study a little bit more about it. Then we tried to study and in next code reviews, we would check if we, what we, we studied was done or not, you know? So without having a mentor with many years of experience, you have to get by like by yourself and, and learn from each other. So I also like sometimes when I faced uh, big problems. I would try to talk with other people as well, like from uh, different startups or friends from university. But mainly, it was me and the the two colleagues that we would uh, review each other's code or ask for for someone from another place. But it was it was tough, but mm -hmm. it was good as well to to build this mm -hmm. experience. Nice. Uh, one more question just came up in my mind. I wanted to ask you that compared to the smaller scale of the team, and right now I guess you you are working in the bigger scale of the team, right? Yeah. What's the difference between these environments? Yeah, like I think uh, right now I'm working, uh, like the company has a, a big tech team, but I'm, which are divided in, in small squads. So right now I, I'm on a squad that I'm the only front end and there are back end guys, the product manager as well. So on a daily basis, like it's like the team I, I had before, like with uh, not so many people to talk to every day and, and do standups and, and stuff like that. But uh, like being immersed in a bigger company you can have contact with other people from other squads and there are weekly or bi-weekly meetings that they share knowledge between everyone in the company so it's it's a good environment for you to learn a lot and have other mentors and also like the code reviews <laughs> there are more experienced yeah. guys reviewing <laughs> my code so i can <laughs> learn a lot from that as well you know not me and other colleagues who are like kind of the same level of experience reviewing each other's code. Now I have uh, more experienced developers reviewing what I do, so I learn a lot from that. And also I can reach out to them if I have any questions. 
So it's it's a it's nice to be in an environment with more developers, more experienced developers that you can learn from. And this is something I was really looking forward when I started applying for jobs. And, yeah. Try <laughs> so to, to learn from others, you know, have mentors, not not maybe mentors, but like people that you can look up to and and try to learn from them. Yeah, this this point I really understand. I was nodding so yeah. hard while I was listening to you. Yeah, this is this is one of the biggest like benefit that you work in a um yeah in in a bigger scale of the team or an organization because if you're um yeah if you're the only like person who can review yeah. your code or like just view more um you know other colleagues code yes. then that would be difficult. Of course, you need to have like um yeah as many as like others opinions and also eyes mm -hmm. um yeah on your code so that you can improve and i also have quite a lot of um or i i'm getting quite a lot of benefits in my current yeah. um environment because yeah i i have only four years of experience but like yeah others have like way more years of the experience or like in a, you know different languages etc mm -hmm. so this is really like, I don't know, I, I would describe as a paradise for me, you know, like, oh my God, there's so many, you know, so yeah. many like nice people, um, mm -hmm. yeah, sharing with me like uh, all goodies and, uh, you know, knowledges yeah. about it. So it's really like, <laughs> you know, a huge paradise for me, like where I can like get as many as knowledges that I want to, you know, yeah. study or get adopted. So. And like before you were uh, working as a freelancer, so it was kind of the same situation. Like you, you didn't have other people review your code. So you would improve like your code quality from things that you studied on your own and not from advices you get from other people. So like being in the environment that you are now, it's good that you get knowledge from different people, different opinions. And then it, I think we, we can grow way more as, as a developer yeah. and as a yeah. person as well to to have contact with other people and, and and understand different opinions we try to express our opinion as well to see if there's like a, a a good way to go you know and it's nice like it's a really good experience to be in a your company not so big but yeah. <laughs> with more developers <laughs> Right. Um, one last question, because I think I really can talk forever, but right now okay. in Germany, it's like over past 9 p.m. Yeah. So I need to start to cook my dinner. <laughs> so let me promise, this is, this is the last question. But my last question oh. is that, the, um, how, how do you study, you know, to adapt the new skills while you're working? Because, for example, in my case, um, I study through um, books which I'm interested in or like some of the um, lessons um, you know like the online courses which is like recommended or like the online books which are recommended by colleagues and I wanted to ask you like how is it in your case what do you study through cool yeah like I I usually I try to to get some tutorials like when it's something that I really don't know when it's a start like a learning Next.js or so I started watching tutorials to to try to understand the basis of it and how to do the initial things and then after the initial tutorials 
I I don't go to books a lot. I go to YouTube <laughs> or from articles. Yeah, <laughs> but like after getting, I think the basis of of the thing I'm trying to do, then I try to create a personal project, like a side project, uh, to to try to develop on that, face different challenges not just the things that I saw on, on tutorial, for example. So I try to do that, you know, like, okay, I got, I understand how I, I will use this, how I code this. And now I will try to face different things, build different things to really Google, go to Stack Overflow and, and, and get, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, to do things from there and not only, not always following a path because then you, when you try to do different things from tutorials you watch, you you learn more by doing different things than only focus on one thing and doing one task. So I usually try to do that: watch some tutorials and then try to build something and, and learn from my mistakes. Yeah, that, that's one of the really best practice, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I and also, a... yeah. I also used to do it that way, like when I, when I just started to study. Yeah. But eventually shifted into like, okay, I need to have the correct information. So that's what I, I you know, shifted into. Of course, I want to build stuff, but that's when I don't have time or like when I mm -hmm. want to just quickly adapt the new skills to get I to see. know like, oh, okay, this, this works in that way. Okay. Then now I need to move to, yes. you know, like the books. Or like the documentation <laughs> stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I see. Like yeah. you, you, you <laughs> learn pages, and then you go really in depth of something, and then you go to books, you go to documentation, yeah. which is the the places that we should go to <laughs> to know more about something. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's. I think I should do that more. Okay? Because I. Yeah, I but everyone it. has like their own way. So. Yeah. 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 And something that I I, I did some, sometimes about uh, a course, for example, and I was watching the the course, like following the course what the guy was doing. But then uh, sometimes I I would anticipate what he was doing. For example, he would show something like he would build a new feature, uh, and then I would try to do it myself before to try. Uh, see mistakes and, and, and see how I thought initially. And then I would watch him doing. So that way I can kind of try by myself and learn from what he does, which is the best practice. So I can uh, initially do not so good, but then learn the best way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and it's always anyway, yeah. like we need to refactor, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I was watching, I was refactoring my code, which was, like, yeah. was good. Yeah, and I guess refactoring is the big, bigger part of like, you know, um, compared to like um, giving the first try to build something that actually yeah. run. Okay, but yeah. the code is not clean. But this this part is like really short time to work on. But the af after like the amount you spend for refactoring does matter, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you, you make <laughs> it work, and then you improve your code. Like when you have really good experience, I think you you do it like the refactoring from the start, 
or you do the clean copy <laughs> from the start. But, but you yeah, but like, I cannot and, do that. And, <laughs> and then, okay, it, it runs, but it's not so beautiful. Let me try to refactor it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Oh, well, um, I actually learned quite a lot of things from you with just like, yeah, in 30 minutes. And yeah, it was really fun talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was really Maybe we should do, it. yeah. Maybe we should yeah. do some other like episode to, you know, talk about like um, some topics <laughs> one yeah, day. I, yeah, so. I, I, yeah. I, I would like to. And then I would ask you more, more questions. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Okay. Other <laughs> way yeah, around the interview, fun. right? Yeah, yeah. Other way around. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Um, thank you so much for joining today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ariz. It was really fun to get to know a bit more after mm -hmm. talking and exchanging tweets on Twitter. It was nice to, yeah. to talk. <laughs> like virtually in person <laughs> for the first time yeah. so I hope yeah. we can do more episodes as well mm -hmm. yeah I hope so too